Welcome to Quilt and Tell, where quilters who love all aspects of the craft, from traditional and contemporary to art and modern, share their passion and perspectives on all things quilting. I'm Tracy Mooney. And I'm Ginger Sheehy Taddick. Well, hello, everyone. We are so excited to be with you today. Ginger and I have a fun show lined up. As you may or may not have noticed, Lori is not with us today, um, but she is spending today with her family and will be ne- back next time, we promise. Today's guest in Open Studios is Kelly Cotton of Laughing Otter Studios, and she is someone we thought you might like to know. So, Ginger, are you ready to, like, kick this show into high gear? Oh, yes. I have been <laughs> I have been on, like, I'm so proud of myself. I literally have, like, a little list of all of my projects because I was getting such a backup. And I have crossed one, two, three, three of them off the list. And then I have one that I've already gotten started. Uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> Ginger. I I'm I, I feel like you've been holding out on me because I saw a photo on Instagram yesterday of a certain jacket that you made. Yes. Oh. Which I thought was very funny because you basically put a disclaimer that said no actual quilts were harmed in the making of this bomber jacket, but but, well, technically, <laughs> technically it was a quilt. It was, it was three, you know, layers of, uh, you know, it had your fabric, your batting and your, and your mm-hmm. backing. It just wasn't pieced. And it's really cool. Cause it's one of those, like, it's got the printed, um, kind of real scrappy. I don't even know what it, it's, uh, pretty traditional looking type mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. uh, pattern, um, on it's uh, basically like a screen, sh- uh, what's it called? Like a screenshot or a screen. What's it called when they put well, the quilt, the image of the quilt is actually on it. There's no piecing, it's, basically. It's kind of co- what we always used to call it was like cheater cloth yes, or like exactly. a cheater quilt. Uh-huh, yep. Um, and it looks to me, um, I, I just pulled up the picture. Okay. It's kind of a, I don't even know. If Lori was here, she would know what block Yeah, what called. kind of block it is. It's but- got a name. Um, And it's kind of a traditional block, kind of like a a rolling stone block, kind of a carpenter wheel. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Well, it was hilarious. I just happened to, after we had had our big discussion about, uh, you know, finding quilts in a thrift store, I was uh, with my daughter. We were thrift shopping and we Mm -hmm. found this, uh, you know, like I said, technically it is a quilt and uh, it was like $4. And I was like, oh, I really want to test this out because we have this Wyndham uh, bomber jacket pattern. And I had already made one for my mom and one for uh, Parker, my daughter. And I was like, all right, I think I need one too. So I just basically kind of fussy cut around the pattern pieces what I wanted to do. Oh my God, it was so easy. It turned out so good. It's so funny. I think there's one thing after seeing the photos, I really do want to change. I did kind of a zigzag stitch around like the waistband part of it because mm-hmm. it has like a ribbed waistband because um, I tried stitching in the ditch and it just, I couldn't catch it. So I was like, all right, I'll do a zigzag. But I did it with like a cream colored or white thread and mm-hmm. I couldn't find like the exact green and it's kind of multicolored. So it's definitely 
that's the one thing. And it's so funny. And so of course, that's all I see when I look at the photos. It's like the <laughs> one thing I want to change, but I'm pretty darn happy with it. And it was like number two or actually it was number like look four at you. on my Looking list. Look at your list. I, know. I love this. And I really wanted to. And I actually found another quilt at the same time. And that one is pieced, but it looks like it's something like you would get at like a um, Target or something like that. Like it doesn't look like it's actually mm-hmm. like a, I don't know, there's no tags or anything on it. So maybe a quilter might have made it, but it's feeling like it's more of a store. You'll have to show it to me. There was yeah. a whole period of time back in like the late 90s or early 2000s where they there you could buy quilts that mm-hmm. were an air quoting to all the listeners yes. <laughs> <laughs> that were essentially made in China, you know, yeah. that were like factory made. But mm-hmm. I mean, so they weren't really the greatest quality and they were often hand quilted, but the hand quilting was really not very nice. It was yeah, you know, it's kind of, of falling apart, but it looks like it's got some good pieces to it. So I think I want to maybe try another one with that and do the same thing. I just love this pattern. It's such a cute little bomber jacket. And the I think that one, the, the traditional one is definitely probably not necessarily my style, but I still love mm-hmm. it. Like, it's really cute. Oh, I took one look at that. And I'm like, that is going to look so cute on you oh. with your little overalls, like, uh-huh. and your and your and your roller skates. Yes, I know. <laughs> I need to get some pictures of me actually in it. I was just so excited to share with everybody, so I had to go ahead and get that out. But yeah, so I have just been like, I'm so proud of myself. We have coming up this next week is what uh, the So and Tell, our sister podcast. They are doing the Socation, and it's in Boulder. And so I'm so excited because Meg Healy, who we've had on the podcast, um, she's one of the host of Sew and Tell. She is in town. And so we are doing a ton of sewing next week. And we did these really great, fun camp shirts. That's one of the projects that they're doing there. And I get to help help her out, basically. So I was like, all right, I got to know what I'm talking about. So I've literally made like five of them. And I love them so much. And so I have been living in my sewing room. And it's so funny. And I love it because I've got like work to, it's like, no, I have to finish this for work. And, you know, I have to do these. (laughs) So everybody's been leaving me alone. It's been awesome. That's um, nice. Yes, yes. How about you? Have you been doing much or what have you been working on? I have been working. I mean, literally, it's been a week since mm-hmm. our I <laughs> last know, recording. I know. <laughs> but um, I – so I haven't made any real huge progress on, on the project that I'm working on, but it's prom this weekend. Oh. So it's oh, kind of – I've been senior? focused on that. Prom? Senior prom. Oh, nice. Um, Sydney found a vintage Edwardian dress from the, you know, late 1800s. Oh, that's awesome. And and she is planning to goth it up. Nice. Oh, that's so cool. um, So essentially, like the other day, I had to wash this dress that, you know, is however old it is, just so 200 years old. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's not that old, but, you know, 100 and something. And, um, oh my gosh, gosh, so dirty. Oh, <laughs> so I bet. Dirty. Could you just wash it like regular machine wash? Uh, no. Okay. Oh, I was no. going to say. It's like all hand, it's oh, yeah. hand sewn, hand pleats, like in the waist. Oh, that, like, It's all shirred in the waist and uh. it's all hand stitched. So essentially I washed it using, there's a, uh, a cleaner called U-Clan, ah. which is a very gentle cleaner that you don't even have to rinse out. Um, and I used that first and then I realized there was so much dirt that it really needed to be washed several more times. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh. I essentially hand washed it in a little bin 
like 10 times and then, and then sort of gently wrapped it up in a towel to bring out moisture. And then I hung it very carefully with like two hangers so that it wasn't weighted too much on the shoulders. Um, so that's what we've been working on. Lots of accessory shopping. Oh, I bet. Oh, man. Oh, that's so cool. I, gosh, man, I just wonder, like, how many Renaissance fairs that thing has been to. <laughs> you got to wonder. I don't yeah. even know. You yeah. know, we found it at the first shop we went into. Really? And they just had this amazing collection. The store in Denver had an amazing collection. Wow. Was it uh, just a regular thrift shop or was it, like, specifically for costumes? Yeah. It's called Goldmine Vintage. Shout Ooh, out to Goldmine yes. Vintage in Denver. Um, I think so they actually, used to have one in Boulder, actually. Actually, so I think I have been to the one in Boulder, and oh. it went away sadly. And oh. I got one of my most favorite favorite shirts at that one in Boulder. Really? So yeah, it's a great place. It they really had is. awesome stuff. They have records. They have like vintage um, rock T shirts mm-hmm. there. Yep. They have yep. all kinds of dresses and jeans and lots of vintage like cowboy shirts and stuff. Um, and so by the time this episode drops, I'll have photos of her. So yes. I'll put those in the oh, show notes. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't. Wait, well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And still kind of sewing adjacent, I guess, or at least garment it adjacent. <laughs> it is. I definitely need to do some like little, little hand work to fix certain spots. Like um, it has all hook and um, what are those called? You know, like the hook and eye oh, yes. things. You know? Oh, yeah. And so I've got to, I've got to like just re- adjust yeah. some of those and um the collar is a little bit snug around her neck but otherwise i mean my daughter is five foot ten and a half oh, wow. and this is actually long enough which is crazy that is um, but i'm guessing cool. because they probably wore a bunch of things underneath it mm. but yeah. um, to poof it out you know, those are all technical terms oh, for yeah. vintage clothing. Oh, yeah. Poof it out. Poof it out. That is totally a technical term. So I'll be doing a little bit of like adjustments to the garment itself very carefully. Um, but she's so, like I said, I'll drop photos in the show notes so everyone can see her cute outfit. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So are you ready to go talk to Kelly? I am so ready. She's such a gold golden fine like oh i can't wait like everybody needs to go check her out so yeah let's go Mm -hmm. chat with her indeed okay so i am so excited today on the podcast we have kelly cotton who is with laughing otter studios okay i just have to ask right off the bat is your last name really cotton (laughs) It really is. Ah, <laughs> that is just the most perfect. It was so funny when I was saying it because I had just known you as La- uh, Laughing Otter Studios on Instagram. That was how we had come across you both, Tracy and I. It's so funny. Like, I think we mm-hmm. both kind of discovered you around the same time. Well, and- I think Kelly wrote in. Didn't you write in to the podcast was a long time ago? Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. And maybe that oh, was wow. it. And so I think, yeah, we both must have liked you at the same time. <laughs> and uh, since then, I personally have been so obsessed with everything that you do. Oh my goodness. If, if you guys have not checked out, it's Laughing Otter Studios on Instagram. It's awesome. It's such a fun, like mm-hmm. I could spend days just scrolling through all of the posts that you have up there. You have so many different projects um, and your fabric selections are pretty amazing. <laughs> well, thank you, Ginger. And thank you all so much for letting me come and talk to you today. I have to tell you, <laughs> 
when I got the message from Ginger, I looked at my phone and I put it back down. And I looked at it. <laughs> and, I put, and I put it back down because I just I fangirled just a little bit. So, mutual. <laughs> That is awesome. That is so much fun. Well, and it's so much fun to like kind of, uh, you know, reach into somebody's, you know, DM and be like, hey, I want to be on the podcast. You know, it is kind of a fun part of the job. You slid into her DM. I slid into her DMs. I did. It sounded way cool, didn't it? (laughs) Well, Kelly, we usually start off by asking how you started sewing and quilting. Tell us that story. Okay. Well, I grew up in a household that was very creative. I had a grandmother who sewed and crocheted. She made dolls. My mother was extremely creative. She was a florist. She drew and painted and sewed, and she made dolls. Um, She made clothes for us growing up. She made my wedding dress. So we always kind of had that creativity around the house. And I was never really interested in the sewing so much as the other things. I can remember um, in high school being in home ec in the 80s and I made some shorts and I didn't have mom there to help me because we had to do it at school. I was really proud of them to went home. I think I wore them one time we washed them and they fell apart. Oh, oh no. That is still my fear every time I sew anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't wash it. Just, yeah. just wear yeah. it. You know, don't ever wash it. So I, I didn't really do any more sewing for a very long time after that. And it was many years later, I started a blog mm-hmm. like everybody did probably mm-hmm. around 2007, yep. 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had nothing to do with sewing at the time. It was about cooking. I was going to be turning 40 soon, and I was kind of lamenting to my brother that, I, you know, almost 40, I still can't cook. And my dad had been really disappointed when I said to him, I don't know how to fry chicken. We live in Kentucky. I shouldn't know how to fry chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So my brother said to me, just start a blog, and, you know, you can talk about it and document it. So I did. And it came that the more blogs I followed, the more of them were more creative and crafty than they were cooking related. And that's what really kind of lit me up and nice. got me interested. So I uh, decided, well, I think I'll try sewing again. So I don't remember what got me started, but aprons was the uh, thing that I started with. So I made aprons and I made aprons and I made aprons. Ah, so still kind of cooking ad- adjacent. Yeah. So I remember I would call mom whenever I was having, you know, problems and she'd tell me to do this. If it said gather, I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. So I'd call her up and she'd explain that to me. So yep. I did that. And um, I bought a book called Bend the Rule Sewing. I think Amy Carroll maybe was the author and I had wow. seen it on other blogs and there was a quilt in there. And I thought, I think I want to make a quilt. Nobody else in my family makes quilts. I don't know any quilters. So I bought fabric at Walmart because that's where you bought fabric at, here at that time. And uh, I made this purple, yellow and green quilt out of big wide strips, but I was so proud of it. And I just remember thinking, I love this. There was just so much satisfaction from that finished quilt. So I found out later talking to some folks here at school that we had a parent who was a quilt shop owner. I had no idea. So went to the quilt shop, signed up for my first class, 
loved every minute of it. Um, that class was over. And then the next thing I did was signed up for the block of the month. Mm-hmm. So I was just at the quilt shop just about every weekend. I worked there for a little while. So, and, and from then on, it's kind of been just the thing that I want to do all the time. I want to quilt. I want to talk about quilting. And <laughs> so Same. that's kind of where yeah. it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. No, and it is. It's so funny how it just takes that one thing and man, it just sends you down a road and so much fun. So much fun. Okay. So now where does laughing otter come from? Where's the, what is that? My favorite animal is an otter. Okay. (laughs) We live our neighborhood. There's a lake and it's called Otter Lake. Okay. So, and I always, uh, I try to not take myself terribly seriously. So just kind of a combination of of those things. So laughing otter. Oh, well, good. Well, it's definitely memorable. Like I definitely, it's so funny. Like right away, I was like, Oh, that's such a great name. Like, yeah, you're not going to forget that one. So I know for me, one of the projects that you did, I think that really just like got me hooked on you was your, the child or baby Yoda Mm -hmm. for those people who aren't star Wars fans. Um, but that was amazing. I think we'll definitely put a picture of that, um, Mm -hmm. in the notes, it, it was so great. Didn't you design that yourself and everything? Pretty much. Okay. Um, I took I took a class through my quilt guild with Cheryl Lynch, who okay. does the mosaic. Yes. She teaches that technique. So once I had the technique down, I thought I could do something else with this. Uh-huh. Um, so I think it might have been the Instagram May the 4th swap. Mm-hmm. It's maybe where that baby Yoda came from. Uh I'm going to use that with the mosaic. So I did draw the baby Yoda and kind of design it the way that I wanted it to fit on my quilt. But so much fun. I made that first one and I think I made four of those. Yeah, (laughs) it was was great. And then I think you even uh, ended up doing a mosaic of uh, the Monsters, Inc. Because I think that one was Mm -hmm. really fun too. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my goodness. So it was like after that. And then of course, because I'm a little Star Wars obsessed myself, as is Tracy. Tracy, because you're a big Mm -hmm. Star Wars fan too. So I I think uh, seeing all of that and of course Marvel, I'm a huge Marvel fan too. Mm -hmm. So it was like right away, I was like just endeared to like everything that you do. And, um, you know, I know right now currently you have you're doing the Dresden plates right mm-hmm. yeah what's and going on with that I had never tried that before I was at my local quilt shop and there was a lady in there with a, a book and one of the patterns that she was showing me was I think it was maybe a tilde pattern yes. and it was uh-huh, these uh-huh. beautiful flowers that were half Dresden plates and I pointed to that and I said to the quilt shop owner I would like to learn how to do that. And two, three weeks later, she had a class ready to go. So I went to the class and immediately became obsessed with that. So I just went through all my Anna Maria Horner scraps and started playing with the Dresden plates. I just recently made a Dresden plate baby quilt. And I, well, I mean, at this point, it's like a year. I mean, she just had her her, her one year birthday, um, but <laughs> but it seems like yesterday, and mm-hmm. it was so much fun because I hadn't done that technique in gosh twenty five years probably, mm-hmm. and I feel like that one is is just coming around again. 
Right. Yep. No, I am sad to say I've never tried it. So Ooh. both of you guys, though, because I was Ooh. definitely inspired by you, Tracy. But man, <laughs> after seeing, uh, you know, what you've been doing, um, it's oh my so gosh. much fun. With those you fussy cat it. centers. Oh, oh so, so fun. Yes. You. Yes. No, I would say you're like queen of the fussy cut because you always find the best fabric. I I, I really do think like, do you just, I mean, is your stash just gigantic? <laughs> it's really not that oh, gigantic um, with the Anna, Anna Maria um, fabrics. I, another Instagram thing that I came across was, it was called Get Your Quilty Wishes Granted. Oh, yes. Ooh. I know that could, one. Yeah. You could put out things that you were interested in and then other people would do the same. And I got so much. I asked for Anna Maria and I asked okay. for Star Wars, big mm-hmm. surprise. And uh, that was where a lot of that fabric came from. Ooh. Oh, good. No, because I was so funny. I, I want to do, I've been doing these camp shirts and um, I go to Comic-Con every year, the one that we have here in Denver. And uh, I'm, I'm, I feel kind of lame being the mom. So I always just like, I don't dress up fully. Like all the kids dress up in full costume, but I wanted to do some fun pattern shirts. And mm-hmm. I got a Wonder Woman one in the making. And I think I want to try to hit Star Wars. I want to do a Marvel one. And then I want to do one in the Ghibli studios, like the Totoro. And so maybe I'll try to see if I can find some Totoro fabric Mm -hmm. there. Um, Because I've definitely been on the lookout for that. I Um, have not seen any Totoro fabric. So if you find that, you have to let me know. Oh, I will. Yes, I will. I will definitely (laughs) let you know. At festival, I bought a purse pattern that has a Totoro applique on it. Yes. There's a lot of people listening who have no idea what we're talking about. I know. I know. It's Studio Ghibli. It's like Disney adjacent. I think Disney owns them. And it's basically like- Miyazaki is this director from Japan who made all of these beautiful Japanese films. Totoro is the perfect film to show children. Don't you think? It It is a story that really isn't really a story. I don't even know how to describe it other than- it's this very sweet story about forest sprites and some children who move into a, a, a house in, in near the forest. And, and that's pretty much the plot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing because they're pretty slow films and mm-hmm. kids just eat them up. And it's mm-hmm. so funny. And I don't know if it's the animation or the storytelling. I don't know well, what Well, the it animation is. is beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. Like, it's just so much fun. I'll try so, and put a link in the show notes and at yes. least a picture in the show notes so that people know what we're talking about. We'll be getting comments like, very... why did they go off on Totoro? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I could talk, yeah, yeah. I could talk all of those. I could love talk uh, about that Kiki's for days. Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's oh. Delivery Service is the other one that we just mm-hmm. love. How's so, moving? castle see that one really freaked us out that one freaked us out yes it's so funny that one was a slow one so yeah but they definitely (laughs) there's some good ones there all right back to quilting yes yes we've definitely my people i just have to say that (laughs) yay well, this is why we had to have you on. It's so funny. And I had suggested it a while back and I was like, we really should have her on because mm-hmm. you just, one, I think more people need to follow you because you post consistently. Like you are definitely one of the people and I love it. And I almost get like worried if you're not posting, you know, I'm like, what's going on? I hope she's okay. I hope everything's <laughs> all right. So do you, I mean, it's, well, and first I have to ask because you work at a school, right? Are you a teacher mm-hmm. or are you- I- I'm an elementary school librarian. Yes. Okay. Greatest so, job do, ever. Yes. Well, like and that. does do they know how talented you are? 
they know that I'm a quilter and that okay. I like they they know about my Disney obsession. They know all the things. <laughs> all right, so I have to ask another non-quilting question. What's your favorite children's book? Oh gosh, um, A Wrinkle in Time Aww. is my all-time favorite. It was my favorite when I was a kid, and I still to this day love it. Um, we're having a book fair at school right now, and one that's been a real big hit. It's called The Couch Potato by Jory John. There's a whole series. There's The Couch Potato, The Bad Seed, The Good Egg, and The Cool Bean. Cute little life lessons. They're perfect. (laughs) Such great titles, too. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, you, how long have you been quilting? Oh, gosh. It's around 13... 14 years, but it's, I'll have years where I don't quilt as much. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of years where I just wanted to do acrylic paintings Mm -hmm. and I didn't do a lot of quilting because I just wanted to paint all the time. So I kind of, sometimes I feel like I'm still a beginner quilter and then, well, maybe, you know, like with the dressed and plates, I had never done that before. So that was kind of a beginner thing I felt like. And but sometimes I think, well, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm more advanced. So I've been quilting for a while, but I s- feel like I still have lots to learn. Yeah. And you have a long arm, right? So you long arm all your own quilts I, and stuff? I have a moxie. I got it last Ooh, summer. Nice. I love that thing. I, it's my favorite. I love it. So do you do mostly like freehand or did you get pro stitcher with it? And do I didn't get the pro stitcher. Um, I'm, I'm still very much learning the free motion. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted, you know, you see all these beautiful quilts that have Mm -hmm. been free motion quilted and I want to learn to do that. I just have to have the time to do the practice. I know. I want it to look good right off the bat though. (laughs) <laughs> I know that's my problem with everything. Back. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, we'll have to do a shout out to Handy Quilter. Maybe they can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they should check you out because send you uh, some rulers yeah. or something, right? They've got all those fantastic tools and so mm-hmm. much on their YouTube channel. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I get you though on that. I, I feel like I, I that's one area where I still feel like I'm a beginner, even though I've done free motion quilting on a bunch of quilts by now oh. but i can do it i just don't have faith in myself oh <laughs> yeah practice 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 yep. that's all it's so funny i remember angela huffman she's done a couple classes with us and she works on the um love of quilting series and that's it it's so funny like i was like how did you get so good and she was like practice she was like i'm I, that's all i do is just that she was like that's it it's, it's you know so time we all need more of it absolutely <laughs> Yeah. Aww. So I also noticed on your um, on your Instagram that you've got a little uh, quilts for Kentucky. Is that like a, a guild that you're with, or what is that? No, we had in in the area that where I live back in December on December 10th, we had some really serious tornadoes yeah. that came through. Uh, my husband and I own an auction house in Dawson Springs, where it was hit really hard. Oh yeah, and. Um, we were driving through there in the aftermath, and it was horrible. Um, sorry. No, <laughs> that's okay. That's um, okay. It's understandable. Yeah. 
and it's it's still when you drive through there it's still everything's not back yet yeah. so it's it's still pretty rough but I thought I've got to do something well I know how to you know quilting is the thing that I know how to do so I sent out a call to try and collect as many quilts as I could for our local people in Dawson Springs and then our students here in Hopkins County so that's what that's about. Nice. So how many quilts did you end up getting? We ended up, I think it was around 60. Oh, and that's great. Yeah, yeah. Can our listeners still submit quilts to you if you still need them? They can. And I can send you the address here at school and we can send them out. What we ended up doing after um, I gave some out and we have some friends in Dawson from having our business there. They were able to give some out and then everything else we brought into our school's family resource centers and they were able to push them out to our students and families Mm -hmm. within our school district. So, yes, we can still we can still get those Mm -hmm. out. Any particular size that you need or collecting? We like lap or kid size quilts. Oh, good. All right. So nice and easy to ship, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll put information in the show notes for anyone who wants to donate quilts. That'd be great. All right. Gosh, that's that had to be really hard. So what a great way to sort of turn turn that around into something positive. Mm-hmm. And, oh, gosh, the quilts that we got, beautiful. I was With just that. amazed mm-hmm. at what people were sending. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Good you know how stuff. quilters are. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Any excuse to quilt. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just get it out there. You know, let uh-huh. people have them. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's so great. Oh, I'm so glad I asked about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Aw. So what are your plans next? Because I know right now, are you going to do some more Dresden plates or what do you have? What do you have on the horizon? I am. I'm going to finish that Dresden plate quilt. I think okay. I'm done with the Dresdens for now. I'm trying to decide if it's going to get a board or if I'm just going to quilt it. Um, I've got to start practicing on that Moxie more. That's a mm. that's a plan. Um, I have a stitch quilt in the works that I'm going to do the mosaic. So, nice. I think um, I saw like you had some drawings up on your mm-hmm. on your side. Okay, mm-hmm. so there, there was a hint to it. Yes. And uh, yes. Um, my daughter is very stitch obsessed. <laughs> always has been. Always. Mm-hmm. I think that's her Mine favorite. Too, actually. Yeah. yeah. I love stitch. She's a spirit Aww. animal for sure. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's great. Okay. So in the final segment, um, I have a question I'm going to ask Ginger about, about what she wishes her early quilting self knew that that she didn't know, that she knows now, that she didn't know then. Is there anything that you wish 13 years ago you knew about quilting? Or about being a quilter? Mm -hmm. That it doesn't have to be perfect. That it's okay if if things go sideways, that nobody's going to see it but me, most likely. Uh Uh-huh. Because I I get very hung up in the, oh, this isn't perfect. Oh, I'm going to point out all the mistakes that I've made. So I wish that I didn't do that back then and that I knew it's okay uh, Mm -hmm. to be a beginner for however long it takes to be a beginner. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
No, I, I think all of us feel that way. Like it mm-hmm. definitely, you know, and it's so funny. I, 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 and I'm so not like that with other people's quilts. When I go and I see them, right. like, never did I course. ever say like yeah. anything? Yeah. But man, when it comes to my own, man, I'll rip it to shreds. <laughs> we have a small group here that quilts at school, at the school where I work. Um, I have some teachers who had never quilted before. And uh-huh. so we decided we would all just get together and quilt together. And I would kind of help them and then as they learn we would help each other and it's so funny because they'll point stuff out and I'll say oh nobody's going to see that but you don't worry about that it's fine but you know when it's me oh no <laughs> yeah you need to oh, fix this that. is the way it is mm-hmm. yeah I, I think I've started to get around that by constantly trying to learn something new mm-hmm. and it's like we did it we did a show about the beginner mindset yeah. and um and ever since then, I always try to like learn a new technique, learn a new machine, learn something that I didn't ever try before. And that keeps me like constantly realizing that I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm a little more forgiving. Mm-hmm. I, I've noticed what I've been doing is I will do something like a shirt or a, a quilt or something and then I want to do it a million more times. So I'll just make a million more things. So it's so funny. So my family's been reaping the benefits. Like I feel like I've been giving away <laughs> stuff left and right. Cause it was like, I'm going to do this until I know it inside and out. And so <laughs> I was like, so that's kind of what I've been doing. I don't know if I meant to do that on purpose, but I've, I've caught myself now where it's like, right. oh no, I'm going to do another one because I can do it better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Aww. I love that. Well, I am so happy that we finally got to talk with you because like I said, both Tracy and I, we are just, we always end up commenting about her mm-hmm. projects and what, what you're working on and everything. And and so it was just exciting to reach out to you and, and just talk with you and like just get to know you a little bit more. Well, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. And I, say hi to Lori. Yes, oh, I know. She's going to no. be so sad. She's so sad that she couldn't be with us today. I know. Yeah. We just couldn't make it work with the schedule. With mm-hmm. when It's hard to sometimes juggle so many different people's schedules. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a miracle an episode gets done, honestly. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Well, I guess we'll see you on Instagram. Yes. Hey. Everybody, go check her out. You won't, you won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Ginger, that was so much fun talking to Kelly. I know. She's so awesome. We've been waiting for this for so long. Mm -hmm. So it got me thinking. So in our last segment today, I thought it might be fun to talk about what we wish we knew. So can you think back to when you first started quilting? What do you wish you knew if you could take one little bit of information that you know now. Well, I don't have to think as far back as you. So that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> true, true. I only have, I'm going on like, what, six years now, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I definitely, you know, think, and this is probably going to sound like a standard answer, but I definitely um, wish I knew not to be so hard on myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I still am. Like, I know I'm still guilty of that, but I just, um, you know, I really wish that I, I could. I Actually, I think I was much better about it when I first started. It's so funny. I feel like I'm so much harder on 
myself now. So I think if I could talk to myself in the beginning, I would have been like, hey, keep that sense of wonder. You know, it's like, just mm-hmm. keep, because I feel like everything that I learned when I first started, I was just blown away. Like, I don't care what it was, but I was like, oh, mm-hmm. cool, check this out. Oh my God. Or I would just do like the simplest of blocks and then I'd hold it up and be like, I just made a block. Yay. And, you know, and it's like, I, I really wish that I could have told myself then like, hey, keep that because it's going to don't, you know, you, you just, I don't know. I just feel like what I did then was almost even better than what I'm doing now, because now I feel like since I know so much, I have to do it perfect. And it's like, no, I still like, I think I learned some of the best stuff by not being so perfect. And, um, I enjoyed doing it more because I just did it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think about it. Now I feel like I just overthink every little thing. And, uh, so yeah. So I think that's the advice I would give myself. How about you? What would you do? Hmm. Go back. Go back in time. (laughs) (laughs) I just pictured it too. (laughs) We're going to have to drop that in. Um, So (laughs) there'll be, there'll be a GIF in the show notes for those who don't know what we're talking about. How about that? (laughs) Um, You know, it's funny because I, before I say what I want, my first thought was that was kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but the interesting thing is that I was reading, I was proofing an article that's going into love of quilting. And, and one of the, the person who wrote the article was saying that, um, it's kind of a leftover from, you know, back when people were starting quilting back in the like late, you know, in the eighties and nineties, probably even before then that people were taught that if they had, if they didn't do it right, they were they had to tear everything out and start over again until they got it right. And that caused it, an intense amount of perfectionism oh, yeah. in the quilting world. And I don't know if that's what is accurate or if it's just we all. So I'm going to morph into mine, which is I wouldn't compare myself to other people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. So, yeah. Right. So I, I was fine. I was fine. I thought I did a good job with my quilting. I was always super proud of what I did. Like I would make something the first time and it would be all terrible. And then my stitches would be all over the place. And I'd be like, Whoa, look what I did. Yeah. You know? And, and then I got a job in the quilting industry oh, and yeah. became friends with all these quilters who submit their quilts to all the big shows. And yeah. or have been quilting longer than I have, or maybe they just have more time to quilt, Mm -hmm. Um, you know? And so they are, so I'm sitting here. I've always like, it was the longest time before I, I, and I still work on it, but I really, really, really had to work on not comparing myself to people whose quilts hang in Houston or Paducah. I know it is. And it's hard when you're around that. Or like, museums. It, yeah. No, it <laughs> like, is. It's really hard. Well, it, it's, it's so funny though. Cause like when I think back, I, um, you know, I, I, I still just get blown away at the fact that I quilt and sew. Cause I think for me, it's like, it's just something my mom wanted me to sew forever. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. That looks boring. That looks lame. And it's like, she still throws it back in my face all the time. <laughs> She's like, Oh, <laughs> guess who loves sewing now? You know? And, yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, 
guess who's on a quilting podcast now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, I didn't, I didn't, you know, piddle around. Like when I dove in, I did it right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm sitting here wondering what Lori would say. Yeah, I we know. We might have to ask her in yeah. the opener of the next show because, and hopefully you're going to have to hold me to remembering. Yes, <laughs> I'll try. You know I I'll forget. try. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because yeah. I, I would be curious to see what her thoughts would be on mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's got even more experience than the both of us. Yeah. And if there was something else that I I wish I knew, um, I might circle back to um, don't always consider that some you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. I think my first thought is always I'm doing it wrong. Not right. that, not that the instructions are incorrect or, um, that I don't understand the instructions or, um, or I just automatically, oh, or even just down to machines. Like mm-hmm. it's always, I'm doing something wrong, which, you know, with a machine, usually I am doing nah. something wrong, mm. but but I always just sort of assume I'm doing it wrong and not that I'm being told yeah. something incorrect. My dad was a basketball coach for my brothers. And I always remember it was so funny. Like he used to always yell at him in moments of like them losing or something. And he was like, you got to be smarter than the ball. <laughs> and, and whenever I have trouble with my machine, I'm always like, you got to be smarter than the machine. <laughs> My gosh, I love that. I love that. Um, my favorite quote about sewing machines um, <laughs> was, I'm going to not quote, I'm not going to say who said this, but um, the problem with the machine is usually in between the machine and the chair is what I was always told. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that sounds on par with my dad's mm. basketball line. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm kind of curious. Do you consider yourself an artist like do you consider yourself like it's so funny because I think for me I still really grapple with that because I think going Mm. in I definitely did not even remotely feel like an artist or even crafty like it's just really funny and I think you know being in a room I remember going to a a dinner one time and um, it was all just you know professional quilters people who were in the industry and I just felt like what the hell am I doing here like I was like why am I at this table and it's like yeah sure I sew I quilt but I'm not them and so I don't know I mean how do you feel about that as far as like you know when you're around all these people do you consider yourself because I think they I, I consider them artists like I definitely consider them artists and, and see that answer is different for every single person yeah. right but Um, so I went to a performing arts high school, so Ah, I grappled with the the thought of being an artist in high school. Wow. And so I have no problem saying I'm an artist. I have no problem saying I'm artistic. Uh Um, and I generally have no problem saying that I, you know, being able to, to stand shoulder to shoulder with some of these amazing quilters, um, just because I've been doing it a long time. Right. And I feel like they're the people who get me, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, and in a lot of scenarios, I feel out of place. I feel like I don't necessarily belong that I'm the odd one because I am, have always been super creative. I've always, mm. you know, marched to my own beat. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think around quilters, I feel most comfortable. Yeah. And I, so I, that's, 
I feel like I've been pretty lucky with the quilting community because I was so embraced. Like it definitely, like it kind of blows my mind because the fact that I was able to just jump right in and really like nobody even thought twice about it. Like it was just really great. And I, I'm very, because thankful. why would they? Yeah. No, you, you've, <laughs> have you looked at the last quilt you made? I know I had one of the comments uh, in my Instagram was like, uh, I think you can give up your beginner status now. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I uh, don't yeah. know. But I was yeah. like, and then I think I, I put, uh, but I still have so many questions. <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, I've been doing this for 30 years now. I still consider myself only like maybe intermediate. Yeah. And I think that's bizarre because yeah, like I, no. I've tried a gazillion things. I've tried all the techniques. Like I feel like that's, if there's something I've done, I've tried everything. Yeah. Almost everything, I would yeah. say. But Aww. I'm sure there are things I haven't tried yet. But, yes. Yeah. No, it's an ongoing thing, I think. I think most uh, artists or, or quilters or sewists, whatever you are, it's like I do. I feel like you're always still kind of searching for your, you know, why do we need labels? Let's just get rid of them. <laughs> there's that. There's yeah. That. Yeah. Aww. All right. So to all of our listeners, this is what I want you to think about. What would you tell Young you, as you yeah. were starting out. Yeah, share some share some thoughts in our uh, mm-hmm. comment sections. We'd love to hear yeah. that. We um, would certainly love to hear that. Yeah. Well, Tracy, before we go, we have to do a shout out. Today, is, this is our last episode with our producer, Daisha. We have to thank her for just being mm-hmm. amazing. And we're so sad that she's not going to be working with us anymore. And uh, I hope she knows how much we really, really have appreciated her, loved working with her. She's super cool, awesome, wonderful person. And, uh, you know, we wish her only the best. I'll just hop in and say thank you. And it has been an absolute pleasure to work with you guys. Oh. I never in a million years thought I would be working on a quilting podcast. <laughs> ditto, ditto. <laughs> I didn't know anything about quilting, but I um, it has been so interesting. And you're all just wonderful. Oh. So thanks. Well, yeah, we know. And if Lori you. was here, she'd be sending you love too. Because mm-hmm. you, you just, you yep. hopped right in. And we have learned so much from you. So thank you so mm-hmm. much. And you have only made us better. <laughs> That is incredibly true. So good luck in all that you do. Aww, you guys. Thanks. Yes. Thanks, and, guys. Uh, yeah, now you got to, you know, you know so much. So start quilting. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ginger. Well, next time we'll have Lori with us. Yes, we and will. So shout out to Lori. Yes. Who's having lots of fun painting with her family. <laughs> I know, exactly. She's been sending us updates. It's awesome. Yes. So, and, uh, yes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, good. Well, uh, hopefully I'll have a couple more things off my list next time we talk too. I need to start a list. Oh, it's been helpful. Let me tell you. It's, it's, although it plagues me at night. I'm like, oh, I could do this and I could do that. And yeah. So anyway, start your list. I love it. All right. All right. Well, take care. Till next time. Till next Bye. time. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Quilt and Tell. Remember, you can find more information about our sponsors or what we talked about today in our show description. If you haven't already subscribed, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends. Thanks for listening and happy quilting. The Quilt and Tell podcast is produced by me, Tracy Mooney, and our executive producer of podcasts is Jared Mayer.